When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And today on our show, we have Brian Bruno. Hey, Brian. Hello, Hi, Brian. Hello. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining yeah, yeah. us. We've been trying to schedule this for what, like at least a 12 year. Years. Yeah, I feel like Twelve years. I it's been <laughs> so long. We've come so close too. Ever, um, ever yeah, since yeah. you bought me, um, when I got you to buy that Hall of Impossible. That's film right. That's I right. I forgot all about I, that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, thank you for that, by the way. Um, <laughs> so for for our listeners, do you mind giving, giving them um, a little bit of background on yourself, um, how you got started in photography? Sure. That sounds good. Um, so my name's Brian. Brian Bruno. I also go by Brunoroids on like the internets. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I've um, been shooting film for close to 20 years now. Love it. Senior year of high school, that's all I did was I did film photography. I went to a secondary school um, because I wanted to get into filmmaking. So I was like, oh, film photography. It's pretty much like filmmaking. Um, So I went to a secondary school and took nothing but analog photography, which was awesome. So I rolled my own film, um, had the dark room. It was great. And that's all I did. I had a English class in the morning, a study hall, and then I went to another school for photography. I was about to say, like, where, where? That's it, the dream. Uh, it was in, <laughs> it's in Pennsylvania, um, outside okay. Philadelphia a little bit. And basically, it was cool. Like, I went to a private school, and I was like, senior year, I really didn't want to follow typical a- academia, so I, I wanted mm-hmm. to follow something more that I was into, and they allowed this to happen, so it was pretty awesome. But, so, with that... Um, like I said, I did nothing but um, film that whole senior year, and I really fell in love with it and just, like, had a whole newfound respect of, you know, um, photography and all. And interestingly enough, I think it was one of the last classes to be taught strictly mm-hmm. analog, too, because I'm 34 now. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 16 years ago, you know, so that was going a little, you know, I remember they had... um. We were starting to get like Photoshop in there and like mm-hmm. people were starting to shoot like the really big bulky digitals. <laughs> but um, I remember they were still proofing with four by five instant, which was pretty awesome. Um, stuff like that. It was great. Like we had everything in that department. It was it was it was so cool. But yeah, so basically did that. And then I actually did get into filmmaking. Um, I was an assistant director for about five or six years in the Philadelphia area. Um, a lot of horror movies and stuff like that, but oh, so worked cool. on some pretty cool, worked on some pretty cool production. Actually, got killed in a horror film, which was neat. Um, worked <laughs> yes. with um, Billy Zane and some pretty cool people. Cool, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And basically, like it was um, after that was over, 
It was like either go to New York, the Philly film scene. It's very in between, like very not many productions happen out here. Mm-hmm. And I actually was gifted a Polaroid camera after that shoot. And I never had a Polaroid camera. And this was mm. seven years ago now. Yeah, it was seven years ago. I never had a Polaroid camera and I always wanted one. And then I just started. I found out about the Impossible Project uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's film still in existence. This is pretty cool. And then I found out how much it was. I was like, oh, man, this oh, is yeah. pretty pricey. <laughs> yeah. But it really intrigued me because I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, I kind of get to shoot Polaroid for the first time. And there's a company out there that's kind of trying their best to um, make it. So I really uh, that's all I really did um, going back into photography. Um, I strictly shot Polaroid. That was it. That's um, crazy. And but that's all. Also, I kind of got out there a little bit i was shooting yeah. um a lot of concerts on um polaroid um the, the local scene i did for about two years i did nothing but concert polaroid photography that's crazy that's so like unheard of yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you think yeah. of concert photography. <laughs> right. so that's yeah p- pretty much i did just polaroid band photography for a, just for about almost two years then i started getting tired of it i thought it was getting a little yeah i was getting kind of bored with it so many times she and I like because I would shoot like the live performances on Polaroid, which was actually pretty neat. Like I even used like chocolate film. I used all sorts of crazy Polaroid films. Oh, you know, like I, used to try, these- I used to shoot concerts, too. And I, I'm trying to picture like you in the pit. With oh, yeah. I had the, like, <laughs> like I had the reporter camera, you know, yeah. like the reporter Polaroid that People has that big like, obnoxious flash on it. Like, oh, look yeah. at this guy over here with a Polaroid. Oh, yeah. There's a few times where, like, you could tell the musicians weren't the happiest, but it was oh, like, sure. hey, come on. <laughs> These are, you're not being shot this way, you know? So, um, but actually, it was, it was, it was nice. Like, I got, um, the Philadelphia scene was, was nice to me. I got some nice write ups about me. I was working for, um, the Philly city paper for a bit, which was nice. Um, doing Man, some freelance, sweet. um, band stuff. And then I basically got into as of now and has been for about five years now is mostly model photography, um, nude fashion, whatever you want to call it. But that's been my thing for a while. And I really like photographing people and I don't know. I feel like I try not to. I try to do it in my own way now, and I shoot every type of film under the sun. I have. I like, was going to say know, your work so. is is gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. And oh, I yeah, love that it's sure. like very out of the box, if you will. I know you, you, you know, you lose Polaroid and a lot of Lumography stuff, like Lumachrome Purple. Yeah, I always I always like Incredible. the real dreamy, not typical. And my favorite, mm-hmm. like I guess you could say, color film would be Cinestill or anything cinema. Mm flavor yeah. i love um i just think it's like really gorgeous um film. anything cinema related when it comes to film stocks i i'm all about that i love that that's awesome yeah. do you, so do you do work for like any publications now or what's your clientele like um it's ve- it's it's interesting it's so all over the place <laughs> it's all over the place now it's like i'll get like um event photography like i i do some event photography now like i never would expect to do that you know like mm-hmm. i'll do wow. very private intimate work with people i like it's been all over the place like i even done corporate polaroid stuff which is kind of weird and wow. yeah wow. like it's it almost is like they see people see my work and they're like oh yeah you're you're good for this and it's like okay it's not what <laughs> i normally do right and so yeah I, I would say it's like kind of a um i i i did the publications for a while which you can do, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. But 
that whole, I don't know, I, I'm not really into that anymore. I kind of like, um, event stuff's kind of becoming a little fun for me because I've never ventured in that. And I feel like I can um, photograph it in a little different way than typical, like, event photography yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So how does that work? How do, how, how do you do that with Polaroid? Like the, one, <laughs> like the one time I did, like, a photo booth at a thing, which was kind of, oh, you know okay, what I mean, okay, which yeah. is yeah. fun, you know, stuff sense. like that, that which sense. is cool. And it was neat. We had, um, there's, there's a pretty good, um, film festival in Philly. It's the Philadelphia Film Festival. And they're actually going to hire me this upcoming year to do all their film photography, which is pretty awesome. Sweet. But last year, I just, they were like, here, here's two all access passes, you know, do what you want to do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I like, they didn't ask for anything. So I just like shot a couple rolls with my, um, Yashica T4 mm-hmm. and they loved them. They were just like, oh, wow, these are really neat. So like, I like to do stuff like that, too, where I just, like, take my point and shoot and just, like, kind of document without planning. So, and that always turns out pretty nice. The best. But, yeah, so, yeah, the clientele is all over the place from, you know, from <laughs> to very, very PG to not very PG, so. <laughs> is is photography all you do? Or do um, you, uh... No, I also um, actually... Um, help run a small family business which is a cigar cafe which is pretty fun game yeah it's um three of us <laughs> so it's it's pretty nice it makes me have you know quite a bit of um free time to do yeah. of course this and i bet you know that's crazy so with with all the the polaroids and stuff you shoot are, are you how, how do i want to put this are you how do, how do you source all your film i mean i know oh, polaroid man. originals yeah. is around but i i and feel I, like you uh, shoot uh, a lot of yeah, like yeah odd, i shoot a lot of vintage stock, stock and stuff yeah, like that yeah 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 so i do own four film fridges <laughs> nice <laughs> i knew i knew it i knew yeah. that was gonna be out yeah. um so i have i have a full, like i don't know if you know those big they're old those um those red bull coolers that look like a red bull can uh-huh. And oh, you yeah. like it's like like five feet deep. So that's <laughs> like the deep freeze. So I have like all mm-hmm. like very vintage 120 and 35 millimeter in there. Um I have two like beer size fridges. One has strictly four by five instant cool part film. Um then my main fridge has almost all my um six hundred, SX seventy, um, all that stuff. But yes, um I've been collecting I've been buying film off of eBay and private collectors for the last five years. Whoa. Um, yeah. The best things that have ever happened to me is when film photographers have sold me their collection for like nothing. Yeah. Because uh. they're, <laughs> the digi- they're doing the digital moves. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got in some really nice stock for really reasonable at the, um, with that happening. That really doesn't happen to them anymore, of course. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I was fortunate, like... I would say three or four years ago where I got some really good films that were the best you were going to find because they were kept, they were bought day of put in the fridge, never left the fridge. So I, I've been fortunate. Like don't, I've been burned too. You know, I've spent money. Sure, got, sure. Like the biggest heartbreak recently was, um, was right after, um, after the holiday and last batch full sealed case of 600, um, Polaroid. It was, it even had the, um, last like boxes on them um like it was like all stamped and it was sealed and everything but the uh, whole thing was bad the whole entire case was bad mm. and i was like shocked because i've like bought in like stock even like before then and yeah. it worked fine and this was kept in the fridge and i, oh, I, I was happened. like well that i don't know what happened it was like some people said that um it had leaky packs 
and the mm-hmm. leaky packs caused the other film because the batteries were fine. Like the pack, you know, when you popped it in your your polar camera, yeah. it would no problem with Shoot the battery, out. which normally is a problem when it comes to that. So it wasn't a battery issue. It was basically, I think, either the first two frames oozed and it Ugh. it went all in and it basically infused Damn. all the the um the film together. Um, I did do a few swaps on a couple packs. Like I like had a dark, you know, bag and I like put the, you know, film into a different oh, set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still it wasn't very good. <laughs> um, oh. I had a couple good shots here and there. So that that was a little rough. Um, but for the most part I've lucked out finding good stocks, but it, especially you can't really you got to ask questions while buying. I always ask yeah. a ton of questions before buying. And you can honestly tell like if it for the most part, if it's going to be legit, in my opinion, I've just been buying film for so long, I can tell if it's worth my time or not. So yeah, and you were you were on it when I was at Sammy's, and I, I posted that they were <laughs> yeah, like that was half absurd. Off. Yeah, like, I was like, oh my gosh, hey, yeah, get, buy me fifty packs, and I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, here, what's your Venmo? And you're like, on it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Especially like some of those stocks, like I like them. I like some Impossible stocks so mm-hmm. much. Me too. Me too. You know, and that won't ever happen again. So yeah, um, that's such a bummer. I mean, even the black and white with the black frames. Oh, I like, know. Yeah. I don't know what Polaroid Originals is doing. They need to get on making circle some of that. frame. Where's the circle frame? Oh, the circle frame. Yeah, frames. I have like oh. two two circle frames in my fridge. I haven't shot yet. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to because it may never be made. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, like that's what I really did love about Impossible. I thought they were always doing different and mm-hmm. so many different films like the duo the duochromes and like all those just neat things and now it's just kind of borders and you know i don't care about borders i want i want more interesting films Mm -hmm. you should petition polaroid bring back the circle circle frames (laughs) i know we want it we want it i don't want mickey mouse film no, no me neither, yeah, me yeah. even though the Mickey, even though the Mickey Mouse film does have nice tones, does it really? I got a, I got a box of it. Somebody got me some for Christmas. I need to try it you, out. Here, I, you can see it. It looks, it looks pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's got some pretty tones. That's cool. It. Yeah, because I, I, I found a box really cheap, so I was gonna buy it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget the gamble with buying like expired oh, and yeah. old Polaroid film, and I had gotten. Recently, I bought, I think I talked about this on a previous episode, but I bought a box of uh, Type 55. I'm a big fan of Type 55 film, mm-hmm. and pretty much everybody else who shoots it, you know, hoards it. They have oh, refrigerators yeah. full of it. And when, I think it was the Facebook group, the Film Photography Facebook group on, well, on Facebook, uh, they a <laughs> box came up, and it was like a great expiration date. It was like one of the last hmm. runs that they had, wow. and same thing, the whole... Every pod was dried up that's, on every that's sheet. That's very. I've never had any bad luck with four by five instant. It's all. Yeah, mm, I've had. Really? I've shot like eight film from the eighties on four by five, and it works well, really. Yeah. No, okay. See, even I've had a couple issues where you know the first couple pieces or the yeah. first couple, you know, the first like three or four were a little dry and didn't spread all the way, I'm and here, then the rest of the pack I, I, worked I'm, fine. I'm wondering if last batch stuff wasn't made up to snuff. Yeah, you know that, what I mean. Yeah, because yeah. hey, I had that six hundred, you know, last batch, That's and it was a dud. Uh, yeah. So I knew that was like last batch fifty five, and it was trouble. So maybe like at the very end, it just wasn't made to to like the standard that it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Even that guy was like, you know, I've had it cold stored yeah. since I got it. It's I got crazy. it from a guy who has a fridge full of it. Yeah. Who you know sold me a couple <laughs> packs and. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, just like you said, I have a pack of that weird Polaroid Type 88. It's like that yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff works part. great still. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I bought two packs of it. And I think my mom got me a pack for my birthday or something. And man, all three of those packs worked great. And I think they were like 80 something, 80 whatever. Yeah, I forget what the date was on it's them. It's weird. I just think some maybe batches had more of a half, half-life. half um, Yeah. Because right now I'm actually shooting my second book and I'm using nothing but time zero. And oh, no, no kidding. Wow. And no issues with that so far. Crazy. I have, are you drawing on? Are you drawing on the Polaroids? I, I, I know. I, I, I'm not. I know. I, yeah. Um, but I'm getting a lot of the nice fire. Getting a lot of the nice fire. Yeah. You know, I love the oh, fire yeah. chemical effects of time zero. It's like so gorgeous. So, mm. yeah, it's some that's been going. That's been going well. I, I have enough. Of ti- I have enough time zero. And I've been using this one batch that I have quite a bit of and I haven't had any issues with it. So I'm it's nice. So, man, I wish I would have known about that, <laughs> that film when it was around. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your time frame for the, the second book? The I know sec- your first one did pretty well. huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. My my first was with um, all with chocolate Polar- Polaroid film. And um, yeah. that was a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um that was a lot of failed packs that yeah oh. that that was a lot of money right there um yeah that was oof yeah i probably <laughs> had at least still hurting at least a dozen dud packs on that mm. wow and we're talking probably like 50 to 70 a pack right there so that mm-hmm. was kind of rough um <laughs> but some people wow. did donate some people did donate donate some of the chocolate film which was nice um but with that i was very I pretty much almost every shot in that book was one and done. I was just not like, I, and luckily I was, I only did maybe um, two or three takes on some, but for the most part, I was very happy with the first, like I had a very long process taking that photo. Um, it was all nude. So I would have the person step in clothed. I'd have my, I'd set everything up, like do a fake shot. And like to make sure, and like it was yeah. like it was for a lot of it was done in public, so it was very it was very stressful. <laughs> um, so um, pretty much, it'd be like set it up, make sure everything was good, took the shot, peeled it right on the spot, and it it was it was stressful, but it was it was well worth it. Yeah, that, that sounds me- like super exciting to, to 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 shoot like that. Be like like gorilla style almost. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say it was a little more riskier a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> shooting in a lot of national parks and stuff, so it's yeah. like you know. It's, oh, but I, yeah. I have a lot of private properties that I use now, and but I still do. I still use parks. Um, I use state parks, not national parks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it, it, I do. I do enjoy shooting out in nature a lot, so I do still do that. Um, especially with nude. But yeah, anyway, um, this that took me three years to shoot, actually. Um, oh, wow. The, the chocolate yeah. book. So I am almost a year into this, this one already. I'm going to shoot a majority of it in the next six months, though. So I'm thinking I'll probably wrap hopefully by like early next year, probably like February or March. So maybe like a year out. So two years, then probably another six months until it goes... Um, It'll probably be out by. It'll be out. I would hopefully it'll be out in 2020. At the end of 2020. Nice. So is it? Is there a theme to this one? It, kind of how the chocolate one. Ver- or? It's, so I, I'm thinking I'm going to make it almost like a trilogy now. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. cool. So nice. the, the chocolate is very you know 
you know, if you know what chocolate film looks like, it's very classic, yeah. um, timeless. Don't know where, where this is at almost. Um, just, I don't know. I, I think it's still one of the most beautiful films ever produced. It's beautiful. It makes everybody just not quite look like themselves. It's just, mm-hmm. it's very surreal. It's almost out, uh, um, out of this world. It's just gorgeous. Um, so with time zero, it's like similar, but not because it's like really colorful. It is. Um, it is. And with like the weird imperfections that I love and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, it's, it's taking the theme of the nude in nature again with the chocolate, but kind of making it just more like surreal and yeah. um, even more, even more, um, can't place it almost. So, um, Crazy. and I haven't decided what my next film would be, but most likely another Polaroid film of some sort. That's awesome. So I was going to ask you because you're, it's a, like a hard covered book, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. substantial. Yeah, it's um, uh, it has over seventy people in it as well. Um, wow! Wow! Yeah, and, and it's it's model, non model, creatives. It's it's everybody in between. Like I had um, people post for me that never post in their life. They just wanted to be a part of it, which I want to do again with cool. this. Really bad, actually. I really like just shooting normal people that have never been naked in front of the camera, and they want to. You know, they 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 really want to. Wow, is that challenging? Do you no, not at all. Like- I think it's. I, I love. I love working with non models. I think they're. I because they want to do it. You know, what I mean, like if yeah, they were, yeah. like you know, like I'm, like I'm just saying, hey, does anybody want to? I, I kind of throw that out a few times with this one already. I'm like, hey, if you want to be in this, you know, let me know. Um, and I, I like that. I, I I think it just gives. Is it, I don't think it. I've never really had difficulty um, posing or. I was upset with the shot that the person brought to it because I told him the idea it was, and it's like, just like, yeah, just kind of be yourself and it, it'll be good. And that's how it always, that's how the first um, book works so well. I thought it was just everybody was themselves during it. So that's crazy. That's great. Yeah. Now what, what camera are you using for this? Are you using like multiple cameras so, or do you have like a set? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm using right now. So for the first book, I used the 600 SE, um, the, oh, the okay. goose, the big, real big mm-hmm. camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was all a tripod. I had to use a tripod. Um, but this one I'm using actually, I started, I think I am going to use the whole entire time. Um, I'm using actually the Mint SLR 670S. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is an SX, one of which is an S, right yeah, oh, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm mm-hmm. using that, um, <laughs> and that's produced. Uh, I don't know. I that's been working very nicely um, because I know it's got a good eye. It's you know, yep. it's all some good, control. It's all good, it's yep. all good guts, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to have to worry if it it might change over the shoot. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been using that. Um, I was thinking of using a sonar, um, SX70 just for, you know, my eyes, but. Yeah. That autofocus is nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I shoot these from a distance enough where it hasn't been an issue. Um, okay. so I haven't had any out of focus shots yet or anything. Um, so, but I do like the manual. Like my first was manual. First book was manual. Why not? I should keep it manual. But yeah, I, I love that. I think that's a great camera. And I really hadn't used it much until shooting this um, this project. So I'm enjoying that camera even more now. Yeah, I got fortunate to get one on loan. I'm on a borrow, might buy nice, basis nice. with this one right here. Are you here, enjoying so. it? 
Oh, dude, I love it. I mean, just to have that little. Do you have the uh, like the little mint thing that yeah, sticks yeah, on the top time of machine, it? So you can, yeah, 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 the time machine. I mean, having that. It's, <clears> can yours do is the awesome. um set um six hundred and S six hundred yeah, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. that. Yeah, I have that man. Yeah, it's nice to shoot six hundred in that camera. I like that. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? For that's sure. a that's a nice, really nice feature. Six hundred film is always easier to find, especially yeah. you know now that yeah. Target carries yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I used to use those <laughs> uh, the little like impossible ND filters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that you can Me get. Too, yeah. And and the fact that I don't have then, to do that anymore is very nice. The yeah. worst when they would like slide out. And oh then yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. Half, Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it would be like it would be like oh there goes my filter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And mine just got so beat up from using it for so long. It kind of also gave like a cool effect to it. But, you know, I, I'm i glad that I have this. I definitely <laughs> I'm going to end up buying it. I know I am. Mike, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, they, those are they're going higher and higher, too. I feel like Oh, I know. Yeah. I was just talking about that. Like, it's like, it's funny if you buy that camera. It's almost like kind of an investment because they I, they mm-hmm. are going up in value. It's kind of it's kind of wild. Hmm. Um, yeah, I got mine. Of course, I got I the deal guy. I always find deals. I think I got mine <laughs> for three fifty on eBay years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a great price. It was a really good price. But yeah, I would definitely hold on to that camera. I think it's 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 really good. And I love um I love six eighties and six nineties um the auto six hundred cameras. Uh, yeah, those yeah. I love. Those are kind of my go-to shooting ones when it's like a typical shoot because I do shoot a lot of six hundred, like you said, because it's way easier to get and you can normally find it for ch- cheaper than SF seventy. Also, yeah, um, yeah. and also on the East Coast, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't. We don't get always a lot of sun, so SF seventy is not. Uh, like I shot a bunch of XS70 this last weekend, and I was so happy. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can shoot this film! It looks great. It's not all shadowy and dark." Uh huh. Right. Um, but yeah, six hundred is normally because I don't have the nice weather as you know some places. So. Man, I remember that before I knew about the difference in the speed oh, of yeah. the SX-70 <laughs> yeah. film and the 6 I was so excited. I finally got my SX-70 and I was like, oh, what? I have to shoot it outside in the sun. <laughs> yep. okay. All right. Yep. But it looks so good. It's, oh, it does. The it film does. looks great. I feel like it has a different vibe. Oh, it does. Totally different look. Vibe it's totally to different it look. Sure. Yeah, it's more like, I think, like almost classical painting look. It has more of a, yes. it yeah. feels yes. more like a painting. Not as sterile looking. It's nice. Mm-hmm. And the film, they've improved it so much. Oh, yeah, I agree. Since like the early Impossible, obviously, which is so nice. And it does, they do look like little paintings. Oh, yeah, it's so pretty. I think that's what like, I, I prefer, you know, I shoot in stacks sometimes, but it really is just for like parties and stuff. Yeah. A little wedding, I'll bring it or something like that. But anytime I'm in the in the mood to be artsy, it's like Polaroid Originals. Um, yeah, it's so good. I love yeah, Instax is definitely. I'm not knocking Instax because I shoot a Me lot either. of Instax yeah, too. Yes. But uh, I'll knock it a little is, bit, but I use it on occasion. <laughs> yeah, the exactly, only, exactly, I must exactly. say the only Instax I use is Instax Square. Uh, I like. Uh, oh, that's okay. the, I don't have. A, I still I don't, haven't gotten one. I don't of those. have a mini or wide. I use the Diana Instant Square by Lomo and their other Lomo Square camera. That I I do like both of those cameras. They're pretty fun. The Diana Instant yeah. Square is actually really fun because you can actually call. You can make circle frame film um shots with the instant square because like it's like that almost that fisheye lens on it oh okay so if you shoot very close with it it gives a nice circly vibe to an instant photo which i really like and it's more i don't know it's it's more dreamy 
than your right. than mm-hmm. Instax. You know what I mean? It's giving right. yeah. Instax a dreamier feel to it, which is nice. I like that. So see, that's what I love about. I have the the Lomo Instant Wide, and it definitely helps with because if you're just shooting like a Lomo or a, not a Lomo, an Instax like three hundred yeah, wide there's nothing or something. To it. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. so yeah. sterile. It looks like a like a passport photo. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, like, that's yeah. why I never and, liked Instax. Like same, people would always here. like that was always the joke. Like when I was shooting, like I was at a friend's place, I was shooting like Polaroid, and they're like, and somebody brought out their Instax. They're like, "Don't let Bruno see that." <laughs> oh, but I I do shoot the square now. Um, I do actually like the square format. I think it's pretty cool. Man, yeah, I gotta. I keep seeing uh, videos and advertisements coming up for that. I need to get my hands on one of those. And of course, I just got some cheap um, Taylor Swift square film for like four bucks a pack. So wow, <laughs> yes. And I it, yes. I always I never use the frame anyway, so I always edit out the frame, so it works perfectly for me. So what is the what does the frame have on it? It just has like her signature on it. It's kind of Oh, cute. <laughs> T-Swift. <Yeah. laughs> but that's yeah, funny. Um, that's funny. Yeah, Square is actually becoming, you can, it's not, it's probably the least popular of the Instax line, so you can get film for fairly reasonable for it, so that's always nice. Yeah. Even like a Twin Pack's like 15 for the Square, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, Best Buy keeps having the 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 black and white Instax wide on sale, nice. and it's twelve ninety nine. So I always pick up like two or yeah, three. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't there. released the black and white for the square yet. I'm sure they will, but yeah. yeah. They have they have some cool I and and I only ever see it when I go to Urban Outfitters. Is they they have some cool stuff. They do the black frames for Instax oh, now. Okay. But it, it's tough to find. I'm I'm a big fan of the black frames. Yeah, black frames always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's not even in the rotation at all, even for color, because there used to be color black frame and yeah. black and mm-hmm. white black frame. Yeah, yep. they don't, I don't even think they ever made, yeah, they haven't done it, period, right? I don't think they've done it once not before. Yet. Or, yeah. Not yet. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, and, I, and I, I've been, uh, it was yesterday when I was getting ready and looking over your work and stuff again, catching up on, on what you've been doing online. And I was like, man, I wonder if eBay even has any of the black frames. And I just haven't been able to find anything that's not like outrageously gouged out price oh, of the impossible yeah. black. Fr- and like, I, that's all I shot. Like it was either the spectra black frames. Cause I'm a, I'm a big fan of the spectra camera. I'm a camera. huge spectra fan, but mm-hmm. unfortunately oh, yeah. that hasn't been produced like in a year, you know? I know. Yeah. Because really, they're not doing yeah. the spectrum. Yeah, it hasn't Mm-mm. there hasn't been a batch since July of last year or August of last oh. year? Yeah. Um, I wonder man, why. Jamming, I wonder if there jamming issues. Packs, they've think. been saying they've been saying it's been jamming cameras. Um, oh, okay. But but I feel like spectras are weird. Like I've gone yeah. I've are. gone through they so are. many spectras. Um, mm. They're finicky cameras, but they're awesome cameras. I just like the bigger size. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and it also has a certain look to it. Spectra definitely it has does. a look that's really nice. And it's got that as a nice glass lens, too. So I've never I've never shot Spectra oh, before. Oh, it's really pretty. So they need to get. I had two different ones. Both. Uh, I, I have. I had two pro cams at one time, like the, the weird yeah, one that, that popped pops out. out. Yeah, yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still have that one. But the other two that I, I got rid of, I or I'd send you one, Chris, to hmm. try out. But I mean, I could even send you my pro cam. Just don't break it. <laughs> I have to find the film on eBay or something. I, I saw I think Amazon has some. I think it's going for the normal price. That's of good. What it, yeah, I think B&H had some black and white recently, but not color. 
Hmm. See, I'm a I'm a sucker for the black and white instant. I know it's not like true and original, but it's I I love no, it's how very quick pr- that I, film I, is. I think the black and white on Pol- Polaroid's gorgeous, if, especially if you hit it just right. Oh man, it's yep. mm-hmm. it's so gorgeous. Agreed. I never shot. I'm I'm pretty. I don't know why classic when it comes to the Polaroid. I, I just like the straight white frame. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like the circle for the for you know Impossible Project, yeah. but the, for, as far as the frames go, I just. I like the white. That circle was such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hope they do some stuff like that. They're using, I mean, they're I really using less chemistry, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, Are they? When I, you think I, about I, it, it's it's basically... it's Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Gotcha, it is gotcha, a smaller yeah. image. You're not using as much. Mm-hmm. You're not producing as much of a negative. So it's like, I don't know. Man, just think of all the 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 thumbnail photos you can make for that. Because <laughs> <or the laughs> everything's a circle now. <laughs> But yeah, I had a lot of fun. I, you know, I only shot two two packs of that circle film. One was like the pink, the pink. It was just pink and black, and then the other one was just regular color. I think it was pink and black. It was funny. I remember um, Impossible had a clearance sale, sale years ago, and they had these. Um, you can buy an expired three pack. Yeah, and it was reasonable. It was like I think like twenty four bucks. It was it was almost like it was only like like eight bucks a pack, so it was pretty good. Oh, that's yeah, that's so. Of course, cheap. I bought like fifteen of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all I got was circle, and I was so angry. I remember, oh, no. I was, I was as the boy that cried wolf, right? You know, it's like, I was, I was like, what? All oh, circle frame, and now I'm like, I want circle frame. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. I remember, I was, I was trading with people. I was like, yeah, I got so much circle frame. I'll take whatever you got. I just don't want this much. <laughs> and now it's like, man, I was a fool. You're like, damn it. <laughs> I should have held on. That could have still been in the fridge. That's so man. funny. We also uh, I remember we, we bonded over the uh, Lomography F2 400 oh, film too. That, you love yeah, that. that is definitely my one of my favorite modern films mm-hmm. or old films to come out re-released in a sense. I Oh my gosh, I love I like pretty much um, two years ago that's all the 35 I shot was like that film. I was shooting that film. So you're recording that too? Oh, yeah. I bought at least 100 rolls of that, but I shot wow. it all. Like, See, I'm saving it, which I, I should just go shoot it. But I, Yeah, 35, I might have two. I have a ton of um, 120 now. Yeah, I bought. I was so happy when it was released in 120. I was, mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh, I probably dropped $1,000 on that film. Um, it's that good I know I was thinking I was thinking um, you know I've been hoarding I need to just go shoot it I, I want to like maybe do a book of just that type of film uh, yeah. so it's like yeah. or like or like, like really just like really do something w- so it's not a waste it's like this is what the result was of that amazing film versus keeping yeah. it in my fridge like an idiot um, <laughs> so stay t- stay tuned stay tuned yeah like I'm, I'm so happy I like I, I shot the Colorado sand dunes with that film and stuff I, uh, I got yeah. some really pretty images with that film i'm like i'm happy i used it when i did i'm yeah. glad like i got it on that film yeah. like talking about cinema film that's mm-hmm, cinema yeah. film that's old italian yeah. cinema film that's yep, like yep. oh so good so good so good man see i i i i remember when it was around do you, and I remember do you the... shoot um 120 me I... yeah both of you both of you yeah. i do um i'll send you both a roll then oh i would yeah. love that <gasps> yeah because I, I've, I've never, I've never tried it, and I remember when it was, you know, everybody was freaking out because a, a new run was dropping of it or it the final so run or it whatever. So yeah, it was, it was yeah, just because gone. I probably bought the majority of it. It's yeah, it Brian was you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I even I even bought the batch when they there was like the the red oh, the line. Re- oh, they, the red line was fine. Yeah. That stuff yeah. was great. I had no <laughs> yeah. issues with that. It was like three dollars a roll. I'm mm-hmm. Like, what are they yeah, doing? They, they crazy? Three dollars a roll. I mean, I they I guess because like they had a batch that had those red lines and they couldn't eat. You know, they had Honestly, to be like, hey, there's the red I, line. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, I maybe had five images with the red line. I hardly Ugh. had. Oh, I, yeah, there was man. like hardly any red lines in that stuff. Yeah, so I bought a bunch of those. I mean, I was like, I got the clone tool. If I, I'll take care of it. If it's a prop, <laughs> you know. What I, yeah. Too funny. Yeah, that's what I did when um, Sinistil was selling 120 second batch, and I still have a ton of that, and it was like $4 a roll, and hey, my film doesn't have to look perfect. I'm shooting film to no. begin, you know, I'm shooting film at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I sometimes love those second batch films because you'll get enough, mm-hmm. you'll get something where, wow, that added something very nice to the image. Yeah, for especially for like your style. Oh yeah, like especially cinema film. It's like it's almost like you get little cigarette burns, or you know, what I mean, you get little things yeah. that are oh, like yeah. kind of like, oh, that kind of makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, see, I, I, for a while, I stopped uh, loving the imperfections, and I'm really coming back around to enjoying like scratches on negatives, and you know, stuff like that that happens, yeah. like when in developing, or yeah. you know, when in printing or scanning or something like i left a bunch of that in in the last little zine that i made nice. i left a bunch mm-hmm. of the scratches in and the yeah. and i feel like it works for 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 stuff like that yeah when you the, the the print that you sent me I, when i oh, opened yeah. it i literally was like because i thought there was like <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay tim leaving the dust on all right yeah yeah <laughs> And I'm really, well, that I, was, I, that- I'm, late, I'm really into the like, um, little, um, com- not, they're not companies, but there's just people that are taking the film and pre-exposing it to like different like yeah. light sources mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, Psychedelic yeah. Blues, I'll give them a shout out. Psychedelic Blues is an awesome, um, one man show out in Texas, I believe. And, um, he, um, basically exposes it to like lasers and like yeah i don't know how they do it. it's crazy and he has like five different styles um like one two three four and five like blue films and man some really neat effects that i think just add some dream like it's almost like kind of making a new style film they're really neat yeah so i like now is like it that. all different or is it kind of like a pattern yeah that, so that like it's at? like each like he has like five different kinds and for the most part you're gonna get this out of it you know what i mean it's, yeah, you, yeah. you, you kind of know what you're getting into it's a little impredict um you know not always consistent mm-hmm. but for the mo- i've never really been oh man like now nah, i've i really like the results with that film i think it's neat what's what's the name again um, psychedelic blues film psychedelic blues yeah okay. Yeah, I'm that that sounds right up. And I like Revlogs pretty cool too. I don't know if they're still yeah, yeah, I don't know if they're still doing stuff, but Revlogs really good. Yeah, they're another uh, cool one. It's in the notebook. That's (laughs) what I'll be doing tonight. Did you guys? What's going on with that um, Yoshika stuff? You've been seeing that popping off. I saw that they're doing some film. I don't know much about it, Chris. What did you hear? I thought it was like, I mean, an April Fool's joke, and everybody was talking about because they called it out because it was like photoshopped image. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I didn't really go down that road. Yeah, me either. I, I, I don't know. They did that Digi film, so they can only go up from now, right? So, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I watched, I, I watched a couple videos on YouTube about people like dismantling that thing and just seeing like what a piece of trash it was. I feel so bad because I remember seeing those, the GoFundMe or Indiegogo, whatever it was. It made a lot of money. And, like, yeah, it oh did. man. 
everybody was freaking out. I mean, we talked about it for like mm-hmm. five episodes. Yeah. We were just like, yeah. oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then, oh, geez. Did it ever even come out? It, it did. It did. Yeah, okay. people got but, it. But like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It came out, but that was it. There was no nothing. It just, boom. They, get, yeah. they got your money and that was it. And it's a complete piece of junk. Like, I remember um, the person I was watching a review on YouTube. I'm sure you can find it if you if you you uh, search it. But this guy was like, all right, I'm going to put in the black and white 1600 film now. And it was still shooting color. Oh, like, it, it was just no. such a gimmick. Oh, it was such a piece of junk. It was just wow. a money grab, man. It was a money grab. They they knew that everybody was like ready for a new camera and just psyched Seriously, up. And they're especially like, oh, man, from we can Yashica. make a quick buck on this name. Yeah. <laughs> sad what a bummer but i don't know it like for me though if they do make a film it's nice i'll get it more to the mainstream if they did like Mm -hmm. indiegogo if they made that Mm -hmm. much money on the digi film if they actually got people excited to donate to real film man that'd be pretty awesome yeah yeah so i think that's why maybe like it is it's not really in existence yet maybe they're just like teasing about it and they might just be like okay we're actually going to try to produce negative again you know, we need your help. And hey, I think it I think it would be successful. Yeah, more power to anybody who's putting out. Yeah, new, exactly. New films. You know, so because I really uh, well, I, um, I wish um there hasn't been much talk about um the Italian film Farini or, you know, oh, Ferrani. Oh, Ferrani. Yeah, Ferrani. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that kind of has gone a little dark. Yeah, especially since. Uh, oh, what is his name? Why am Dave. I blanking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah Dave, since yeah, Dave yeah. Bias yeah. Yeah, from Possible. Yeah. Yeah, you don't hear much. The one cool thing is, though, is um, we should real quick talk about um, Super Sense with the uh, single shot um, pool peel. Oh, that's oh yeah, yeah. Yes. oh yeah, and that was that was funded. That yeah, oh yeah, through, um, right? yeah. They yeah. actually donated um, a case of books to them for that as well. Oh, sweet, sweet. So like any any book they sold through them, I gave them all the money for the pro- oh, production. Oh, that's of the awesome. Production that's of the awesome. awesome. So yeah, that's 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 cool. How. Doc, Doc, of course, did that, Doc, which is yeah. awesome. You know, he, he's his class act there. Yeah, that's looking exciting. It's, it sucks how it's going to be like single shot, but hey, at least it's something. So that's yeah, true. At least better than no shot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I was that one other frame at a time yeah, through my. Yeah, like that four by five company that happened a couple years ago. They couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't, new 55. Yeah, yep. exactly. I still have a box of that in the fridge. I should try to use it. Who knows? It'll work. But yeah, I, I was really hoping that was going to pan out because last I heard with new 55, they were moving on to some color and then they just vanished. I I don't think they could get the funding again. They didn't pull through with the second the second run of what they were doing. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm all about, just like Chris said, I'm all about people trying oh, to yeah, absolutely. bring some films, especially like Lomography is, is oh, a it's company not, yeah, that exactly. I, I'm, I'm always behind what they do. And when having them on the show, we just had them on recently and talking to them. Yeah, about, you had um, you had some cool cats on from there. They're, they're great people. Like I've worked with Lomography oh. for years and they've been they've been super supportive of me. So, yes, oh, um, I love super that. Super shout that. out to Lomography. They're, they're so great. They've really um. He actually even um was awesome. I actually had my New York book show at their space. Oh, oh cool. yeah, awesome. So that was really cool. that was really awesome of them um to do that. Um, their old space, they're in Brooklyn now. It was the one that was um in um where was that? And right in um the villages, I believe it was down. It was a gorgeous space, huge space, big retail space, and they would always um once a month every Thursday host some artists related to lomography or not even related to their film, which I thought was really awesome. You know, it didn't yeah. have to yeah. it didn't have to be 
filmography film, and they would still host an artist to show off either, you know, prints, books, whatever. So, yeah, they, they've always been awesome, awesome. I think the most legit to the community. And they've Agreed. been, we were, we've talked, we were saying that they were like since the beginning, like they've just been right there the whole time. Yeah, they're great. great. And, you know, they're, they're doing exciting things. You know, the Lomo, you know, Lomo Purple is like the, the coolest <laughs> yeah. stuff. And it's, it's, it's cool how it's coming out again soon. Um, but also I, I really dug their, um, they did another cinema film, the black and white, um, Kino black and white films really pretty. I, I shot the 400, which is really nice. The 100's coming out shortly, so. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to sh- shoot that yet, yeah, but I'm excited it's too. it's really pretty, especially if you use some, like, real nice vintage glass. Ooh, it's, it's nice. Mm. It's nice. Mm. Black and white anything just yeah. fills my heart. <laughs> we'll be right back with our listener question for Bruno right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk also comes from Polaroid Originals. Go to PolaroidOriginals.com and use the offer code ANALOGTALK10 at checkout to receive 10% off your next purchase. All right, guys. So before we get on to this week's listener question, we do have some Patreon shout-outs we want to do. Our first shout-out is Andrew Corser. Then we have Brian Wood Koyawa and Jonathan LeBlanc. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys for your $25 donation. Um, it really does help us keep this show going for you guys. You guys can head over to patreon.com slash analog talk where we really have some fun stuff coming up. We plan on doing some live streams with some guests and things like that. Thank you to everybody who's donated so far. And yeah, make sure to check us out over on Patreon. All right, guys, this is part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this question comes from Crave1NE on Instagram. His real name is CJ. And he says, I have a question for Bruno Royds. Being a male photographer, how do you interact with female models for anyone to feel comfortable with, with nude portraiture? Being a male who would love to get more involved in fine art photography, I'm having trouble finding female models who are comfortable doing the artsy nude photos. Any advice? Um, so actually when I started off, um, um, traveling models, um, traveling art models it's it's still a thing i i feel like it's kind of going away a little bit but i hope not um i actually reached out to a, a traveling art model for my first nude shoot and actually i was i had to pay them and i learned a lot from it like they were professional yeah. art model i kind of knew what you know i i knew not to right. be a creep i was like you know but also they were like oh yeah you you have me for this a lot of time. You can shoot. Just ask what you want to shoot. Um, just always communication. You don't want to be, um, you just want to make sure they're comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and make, and don't like, and if you're setting up a shoot, um, but it was, it was crazy. That was like, I just through that shoot. People are like, oh yeah, Bruno, he's cool. Yeah. You know, you only got to worry like, about Bruno. Don't be a creep. That's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. Pretty much don't be a creep. And my name kind of followed they were like, oh, he's a really cool Philly photographer, and, and people were reaching out to me, and then it kind of all happened, so it was kind of cool. But yeah, um, even like booking today with models, um, it's, I would say I shoot not as much mm-hmm. nude anymore, and it's not by choice. It's just I feel like maybe more and more people aren't doing nude photography as much. Um, mo- mm-hmm. um, models in general aren't doing nude as much, but um, it's definitely out there. But I always say um, when you're planning a shoot, with a model or whatever, just before you even shoot, just talk about like what you want to shoot and ask. I, I always ask, like, even if we're not, I'm like, are you comfortable shooting nude? 
You know, like, and just let that be known. Like, if you want to shoot no- nudes, say that in the beginning of right. talking with this person. You know what I mean? Don't, like, spring yeah. it on them when you're shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, like, shooting, like, normal photos and be like, oh, you want to do nude, by the way? No, it's like, no, you should you should kind of say nudes might happen during the shoot if you're comfortable with that. Is that okay? And stuff like that. So, I think it's just communication. Um, kind of tell the model or the person you want to shoot with what you're mm-hmm. looking for and see if they're cool with that and comfortable with that and i don't know i think it's it's really communication and yeah not overstepping your bounds because there isn't you're when you're with that model it's a safe right. environment it should never not yeah. be yeah man that's that's good advice because i i wouldn't have thought of like doing like a paid like a traveling model type yeah. thing because we've had yeah Shelby Diamond I was thinking about. Yeah. and yeah. she does she does yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff like that and you know not that you should go out and book Shelby for your first mm. nude shot or anything like that, but it's such a good idea because, you know, I don't know many females that would be, you know, down to pose nude like that for photography. Yeah, and I've always kind of wanted to dabble a little bit in that as well, but it's, that's good. It's good advice. I enjoy that. Yeah. Because, um, like, you know, once people see that you're not a yeah, creep bag just trying to get exactly. some, like, you know, Snapchat <laughs> shots or something yeah, crazy yeah. like that, you know, it's it's going to be a lot easier for you to and it, get it, work. And I mean, I if, don't want to say it, but it kind of helped that was shooting film, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It was like, good oh, we, you're just you're just shooting that, you know, like I remember I showed up with um like four Polaroid cameras. Yeah, I was shooting strictly Polaroid at the time. I had like five Polaroid cameras and I was just like. Boom, boom, and they were like, they were like, this is cool. I'm not used to a, sh- they weren't used to a shoot like that. So it was kind of neat, like yeah. excited them a bit because like, oh wow, you just shoot mm-hmm. Polaroid, you know? So, hey, I would say shooting Polaroid at the start of it all kind of made me like, oh wow, he's doing something a little different, and yeah, he's cool, you know? So yeah, I don't know, just kind of be yourself and just, you know. Not do what you want to do, but like make sure it's all talked about. You know, like just don't, yeah, yeah just don't be an asshole. Good one. Thanks Good for your one. question, CJ or Crave One Ne. All right, so now <laughs> the next question is the hard one, Brian. Uh-oh. If you had to pick one camera to use for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Your Desert Island camera. All right, so it, you're cutting out, but I basically heard what you said. Um, <laughs> what, what camera? See, then I could be like, well, if it was 35 millimeter. It would be this <laughs> That's what we, they always do. We always do. We're like, well, 35, it's this. 120, it's this. Is that allowed? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's however you want to do it. Yeah. It's your desert island. All right. So <laughs> if there was only 35 millimeter film in existence, um, I would probably um, would take my M6. Mm-hmm. I love my M6 mm. because it will still work without yep. batteries. That's very important. Yeah. So you kind of want something deal. that's manual. You want your manual cameras for 120 um, Hasselblad Ooh, 500 CM. Yeah. Um, I love that camera. Um, I think it's phenomenal. It's scored in another completely manual <laughs> camera. You want it. You want yeah. your manual cameras. You don't want, you want less the yep. better in my, you know, so nothing can really go wrong um, so much. And for um, probably definitely the goose for pull pull apart because 600 SE because that means a lot to me that camera. Um, but it it's is such ha- a cool yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah, it is a beast too. And I guess you have to say the classic the classic um, folding SX70 as well. So for you know Man. you know. So there's a second part to this this question. Oh, okay. Are you lusting after anything with your white whale camera? You want something you don't have yet? Oh. Hmm, that is a good question. Uh, so I've been on a big point and shoot kick lately. I've been like 
mm-hmm. buying obscene amount of fancy shoot cameras, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, and like, that's what's fun about point shoot because you kind of discover new point and shoots all the mm-hmm, time almost. Mm-hmm. Because like, especially towards the end of like, I don't want to say the end of film photography, but you know, when, ca- when film cameras weren't being produced, like there was these weird collaborations right. and stuff. Um, but no, that was just a side tangent. But, um, but one camera that I got recently that I didn't really know much about that was kind of like a souped up point and shoot is the Rolly point and shoot that's affiliated with Ferrari. Oh, what? Have you I heard about that camera? I know what that is. No. And it's really wild. The one really cool feature, it can go up to, um, eight thousandths of a second, which is kind of <laughs> wow. insane for a yeah, 35 millimeter insane. film camera, yeah. you know? Um, of course, and it, Ferrari. <laughs> and the the lens is really wild because it's kind of like a Sumachrome knockoff, which is kind of nice. It's very mm. Zeissy-like-ish, you know. Um, but that's just a really neat camera that I recently discovered that is like I never even heard of until recently. Where'd you find so it? I think um, okay. eBay. And then there really isn't a lot in existence because it was like one of the last point and shoots and i didn't even know Rolly made many mm-hmm. point and shoots you know what i mean sorry to go on that but if there was one camera right now that i would really really want um i'm, I'm pretty satisfied at the moment actually <laughs> that's always <laughs> um, a nice feeling uh, maybe like a really nice um lens mm-hmm. like vintage leica mm-hmm. lens that you know that'd be like ten fifteen thousand dollars um mm-hmm. but an actual body, um, nothing really is screaming at me at the moment, I guess. That's two weeks in a row that the white whale has, oh, really? has gone huh. uncaught. Yeah, I love it. Do you guys have a, uh, oh no, can I flip that on? Do you guys have one that you're eyeing up or anything? Or There's so many. <laughs> There's so many that I haven't had yet. Like, the, I, I, I still want a, Hass- a Hasselblad, oh, yeah, like, that, like I, you said. I, 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 yeah. I can't believe I haven't had one of those yet. Like, like that, that kind of, like, once I got that, I was, like, really happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I was yeah. just like, oh yeah, I I want to just use this a lot. You know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. I've used it for almost two years now, and I haven't gotten tired with it. You know, it's man, it's, see, yeah. I love square format Me too. too. I do it's too. A... Hence Polaroid and all that. You know? So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I'm lusting after the the Lomo. Can you see it? The one twenty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I that, know what you mean now. Those, yeah, those I are cool. I shot it over cool. the summer I, I, yeah. with uh, tri- with Trev, like with Trev Lee. Actually, I oh, shot nice. the um the one twenty um F two four hundred film in it. Oh nice. Great. Oh cool. Yeah, uh, that you know what? That's actually nice because that's like a point and shoot one twenty mm-hmm. camera. I don't got one. Of, I don't <laughs> have one of those. So yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I do like my point and shoot. So um, yeah, that's Man. that's funny because there really isn't many one twenty point and shoots. No. yeah. Uh-uh. So that's pretty. That's actually an awesome choice. I, that's that's something I might have to look into. I shot. Into. I, sh- you, you I shot me with um, that, that Lomography F two four hundred, and I shot some uh, Cine still in there eight hundred. Oh, nice. Yeah, those would be the two I'd be it's using. Gorgeous. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So, well, Brian, this has been awesome. Great. I'm so glad oh, we this finally. Oh, it's a pleasure. This has been a lot of fun. Work. Oh, it was great. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. Where man. can everybody check you out? Uh, mostly just Google Brunaroids. You'll see articles. You'll see, you know, my my Instagram's mostly where um, a lot of my work is. Um, used to be my Tumblr, but that's kind of yeah um, disappeared Tumblr, a bit. Yeah, R- Tumblr um, R- went R- down, man. Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. Um, stuff like that but um it's funny um 
I am officially going to launch a really nice website this year. I've never really. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I've never really Good. had a nice website, so I'm going to finally do that. So. Um, but yeah, just Google Bruneroids, and if you ever want to just say, hey, I always pretty much answer anybody back. So Cool. Timothy, what about you? Great. Guys, head over to Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Timothy Makeups. I also make film photography-related YouTube videos. Yeah. That's on YouTube, obviously. Uh, go to the search bar, search Timothy Makeups, and you can also go to timothymakeups.com. I am Crispy Photo on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And Analog Talk has a Facebook page and a group you can like and join. And we are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. So check us out, guys. Come hang out. Yeah, Brian, this is, this no, is really, thanks. like it I said, so this is nice great. Again. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. We want to thank Brian for being on the show. We finally made it work. How awesome. It was great getting to nerd out about Polaroids and all kinds of fun stuff. It was a good time. We had a lot of fun. It's going to take us to the Patreon, guys. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. We have a bunch of awesome tiers over there. You know, we're giving prints away. We're doing live streams. We're doing, you know, Patreon exclusive after shows. Just a bunch of fun stuff. Last but not least, guys... Head over to iTunes or Podbean and make sure you're subscribed to the show. Write us a little review. Tell us what you think of the show. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We will see you next week. We have analog things on the show. It's going to be awesome. Polaroid week. Yay! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.